Good morning, my lovely souls. I'm hoping this episode finds you all healthy and happy and ready to continue on with the day. I know a lot of us, especially as single parent empty nesters in this confined time of COVID are feeling very lonely and confused as to what is going to happen next. All I can say is no one knows the future for sure. So it may be the best time to actually start focusing in on yourself and what it is you really want and need in order to move forward and live a happy, healthy life. One thing that I really wish I had done before my daughter left is focused more on myself and my long-term goals. There was a point where I was working midnights at Chrysler and I found it very challenging to do anything for myself with a good balance because I always felt I was taking time away from my daughter. And working midnights left me time to come home after the shift, wake my daughter up, get her breakfast, get her dressed, get her on the bus. And if I was lucky, I had five hours to myself, which of course I chose to sleep most days until I got involved in a relationship and that just was a whole other experience in itself, working midnights. But those five hours that I got to sleep could have been used differently. You still need your sleep and I could have somehow incorporated the time with my daughter into both of us exploring ourselves and what we saw as a future vision. But that's in the past and hindsight is 2020. So we skip to the present and it took me a long time to figure out and not feel the guilt that I needed time to myself to nurture who I was. And I had heard for decades, you know, you can't give if you're exhausted. And I don't think I really truly understood that because as a single parent, it was very hard to process taking time for yourself, especially when you are so focused on that paycheck and keeping a roof over your kids' heads and food on the table and still being a good parent. Because parenting is hard on the best of days. And when it's only you, 
it's that much harder because everything is dependent on you at that point. So now that my daughter's left and I've been remarried, it is almost an obligation, I feel to myself now, to nurture myself and figure out my long-term goals and where I want to be in five years, where I want to be in 10 years. My husband and I just celebrated our 10th anniversary and I am happier than ever, but I still believe if I had not figured out exactly what I want and who I want to be with many years ago, I wouldn't have the happiness that I do now. I wouldn't have had the courage to step into life coaching and helping other people move forward with their lives. It's a passion of mine to help people move forward because when I see people struggling, it truly, truly hurts me to my core to not be able to reach out and help. Unfortunately, I found myself, especially after we uh, bought the cafe, reaching out more and more and more, and it took so much out of me because that is what I felt my life's purpose was, was to go out and help people one person at a time, because every person that we lift up goes on to help someone else. And that's the basis of creating a better world is creating change through one person at a time. And if I can help somebody to see things in a different light, then my day is worthwhile. There were always things that I was told to do to balance and figure out who I was and to regenerate my energy as a single parent. There was meditation, there was journaling, there was yoga. The problem is that I had literally five hours to myself a day and I chose to sleep so that I could actually function at work. My daughter wasn't really interested in journaling at that point. She's always been more of someone who enjoyed dancing as expression. She wasn't really good at talking through her emotions or writing her emotions down. So journaling kind of went to the wayside for me. Yoga, well, she couldn't sit still long enough to actually work through yoga with me. Meditation I found is my go-to now but I couldn't find anything that really resonated with me when she was younger. So that never really happened either. And then 17 years ago, we were in a near death collision and 
I really sat down and thought about what it was that I truly wanted to do. I was in the hospital for 10 weeks and probably seven of them were in the rehab section of the hospital. And there I found I had a purpose. And it wasn't just focused on me healing because at that point that was secondary to me because there were so many people there that just needed someone to talk to. They just needed someone to help them figure out their thoughts because when you're in the hospital, it can be very confusing and frightening time. And there was one man that really made me question whether I was doing what I needed to in my life. He was a wonderful man. He was in the diabetic section and he had already lost one leg from the diabetes. But we had wonderful conversations when we went outside and just sat in the sun. And I never told him what to do. He would tell me what he was going through and what he felt. And I just encouraged him to keep going. And I'd ask him what felt right for him because he was married at that point, but he was having issues when he'd go home because his wife was actually taking his pain meds and selling them out the back door. So it was a challenging time for him. And of course, he'd already uh, lost one leg from diabetes and he was having complications with the other. And I helped him to see that the situation he was in at that time was not the way he wanted to live or was going to be a permanent situation. So the last I spoke to him was just before he left the hospital and he was going home to file for divorce because he had reconnected with someone from school who lit up his life, who he truly felt understood and loved by. And it broke my heart when I lost contact with him. And I think of him often and hope that he moved on to a wonderful, fulfilling life because we had made a small action plan for him and he was moving forward with it. So it was at that point in my life that I realized I could not be fulfilled if I was not out helping people. And yes, the accident took a lot out of me, but there was always that niggling feeling in the bottom of my heart that said, you can't continue to do this. You need to talk to people. You need to get out and just make the world a better place. I had 
been educated as a counselor before, but I didn't always resonate with what they were teaching because a counselor in a way tells you the best plan of action. They tell you what you need to go forward. So I looked into my heart and started researching things and I found coaching was where my heart truly landed. It made me feel fulfilled. And looking back, I'd realized that was basically what I'd done all my life because I don't like telling people what to do, but we'll sit down and figure out a plan of action and I can help guide someone to where they want to be. And if they get there and they find out that's not truly what they want, there's always the option to pivot. An action plan is not set in stone and we're always growing and learning and what we may have envisioned for ourselves five years ago may not be the vision that we want to work towards now. So giving yourself the time to figure out what it is that you want and what it is that you need to truly move forward is the greatest gift that a single parent empty nester can give themselves. Because even though the kids have moved out, we are still an example to them. And yes, the relationship has changed. But when you think back, haven't all your relationships changed? I mean, they need to grow, they need to be enriched. And the relationship you had with somebody 10 years ago should not be the same as it was as it is now. Because if it is, then you are not benefiting from the relationship. You need to find people around you that not only understand you, but are there to push you and to question you and to back you when you really need it. I've been fortunate to find four people in my life that I probably am a better person because of. And they question me, they push me, they ask for advice, but I don't expect them to do what I think in my heart that will help them. Advice is just that. Advice is information gathering. So my hope when they ask me for advice is they take my advice and they meld it into any other advice that they've been given. And they do what they feel in their heart is right. Because for so long, we've been taught not to follow our heart. You follow your head, you conform to society, you do what is quote unquote right. But until we figure out who we are and what we need to do to move forward, eh, what's the point, right? 
Conformity is just that. It's doing what everybody else expects you to do. And as human beings, we are not programmed that way. We need to do what feels right. And so many people have suppressed those feelings that when it comes to the time that you really want to start following your true path, we don't even know where to start anymore because our thinking has been put into the tiniest box so that it can be controlled. And what I'm encouraging you to do starting today is to open that box. Open that box and step outside of it. It's not going to be comfortable and it's going to be damn scary for the first bit. Actually, it's probably going to be damn scary for a while because you need to figure that out. It is a confusing time, but I can guarantee once you have locked in what it is that you truly need to do to feel health, healthy and happy and empowered, it is going to be the brightest light. Everything is just going to click. Everything will fall into place. But we can't just sit and wait for it to happen to us. If you want change, change is stepping out of your comfort zone and making an action plan to move forward. If we sit and wait for life to happen for us, it's never going to happen. We need to start planting those seeds and then we can start working the soil and watching things grow. Nothing comes without effort. And honestly, single parent empty nesters may feel right now that they have the confusion and the loneliness to lean on, but you have had the courage to move forward. You probably have more courage than you ever realized it because you took on the challenge to raise your family by yourself. You did the best with what you had. That takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of determination. And even though looking back, I know I look back and I don't look at it as courage. I looked at it as I did what I had to do. But the more people you talk to, the more you realize you never had to do it. You could have taken the easy way out, but you didn't. You decided to fight for what you felt in your heart was the right thing to do. So I encourage everyone to please share your stories because we can all learn through each other's stories. And as long as we are open to listening and learning from each other, we are making the world a better place every day. 
if you'd like to contact me and uh, have a little deeper conversation, please feel free to leave a message and I will certainly get back to you. I'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts, your ideas on this. And I'm hoping to eventually get some guests on. So until next week, I am wishing you all the love and the warmth and the strength that I am able to send your way. And please remember, a smile can change somebody's day. And if you get the chance to lift someone up, don't stop and think about it. Just do it. Hope you all have a great week. And until then, almost day. Good morning. I wanted to address today dating as an empty nester. We can find great challenges when it comes to being lonely and confused and an empty nester. And sometimes we just feel that in order to fill the gap, we need someone there. But how do you go about doing it and really feel fulfilled? I think my biggest problem was always, I wasn't sure what I needed in order to be fulfilled because I didn't truly know who I was, what I wanted or where I wanted to be five years from now. So that makes it really challenging because if you don't know what you're looking for, how can you know when you found it? And there are multiple dating sites. I've just found going through them that if you have a superficial idea of who it is that you want to be with. Yeah, a couple of dates can be fun. It can fill in the time. But in the end, is it really what you want? Or are you just filling time? Because if you're just filling time, what's the point? What we're looking for is connection. And what we really want is someone who understands us. But how can you understand, or how can you expect for someone to understand you if you don't understand yourself? And it's doing the inner work that can be the most lonely and the most frustrating. Now, there's a lot of places you can go for support. A uh, little more challenging now that uh, COVID is on us. But there's lots of Facebook groups and websites that will offer support, but not always the positive support that you're looking for in order to move forward. There are a lot of people that turn around and say, ah, just do it, right? It doesn't matter. 
I go out, have some fun, feel like a, a woman or a man again, and that's all you need. But is it? As an empty nester, there are different challenges because we've put so much time and energy into our children that we're not sure exactly what we want. And until we figure out what we want, how can we find it? It, it doesn't make sense and it's a circle that just continues to go round and round and round because there's this emptiness that we feel deep down that we just want filled and we want it instantaneously because that's what our world is now. No longer do we have meeting and courting and everything else. Everything's got to be instantaneous. You hop on a website and you swipe left or you swipe right. And the next thing you know, you've got some superficial conversation going with someone who you're not even sure if their profile is true or not. And it's only when we can truly figure out who it is we are and what we want and what we will not tolerate anymore that we can truly find someone that will make us happy and content and fulfilled. Because after all, when it all comes down to it, isn't that really what we all want? We want to be happy. We want to feel happy. We want to be able to come home to our partner and tell them about our day and know they're going to be interested and know that they're listening to us, really listening. Because without that connection, what's the point? We're just going through the motions. And when you're going through the motions, yeah, you know, it's, it's just one day blending into the other. There's no real happiness. There's no real satisfaction. We're just here because we're here. We haven't moved forward. We haven't made any plans. We're just grasping each day and trying to make it through. So what is it that truly makes a great relationship when you haven't had the time to really focus on yourself? And I'm not saying go out on not to go out on dates because that may be the best way for some people to figure out what it is they don't want. But until someone has the courage to stand up and say, I am not willing to settle for this anymore, that is when we will start to truly come into our own and be able to connect with the people that are going to enrich our lives, 
that are going to make us want to get up every day just because we know we can see them, we can talk to them, and they complete us. And when I say they complete us, I do not mean that you function as a unit for everything. There is no point in getting together with someone who integrates themselves so deep into your life that you can't tell where one of you begins and one of you ends. It's important to have hobbies and interests and other people outside of your relationship that enrich you and make you feel alive because it's only through that that you can come back to your partner and be excited about life, be excited to tell them what's been going on. And it's reciprocated because a good relationship is all about communication. And a good relationship is something that is always going to need to be cultivated. There are so many people that get married and expect that's the way it's going to be for the rest of their life. And the reason a lot of people do get on the divorce train is because they didn't truly understand each other from the beginning. When we're open in relationships and we're honest with both ourselves and our partner, that is when the magic starts to happen. When we pussyfoot around people because we don't want to upset them or we don't want to tell them what is not making us happy, that is when the red flag should be going up. That is when you should be reaching out to figure out why you can't communicate as well as you thought you should be at this point. Because so often, you know, you start dating, you're feeling good. You just, they make you feel so special. But is that going to last? Because if you do not truly understand who you are, how do you know what you're able to give? How do you know what is expected? And I'm talking from a male or a female perspective. Because, you know, it's crap. Guys are supposed to do this. Women are supposed to do this. A relationship is based on mutual respect. And that's basically what everything is based on. My husband and I have worked out uh, different activities that we each do. Um, He does the cooking. He enjoys it. It makes him feel worthy and empowered 
to do the cooking and to plan the meals. My forte is laundry. And not saying he can't do laundry, but at the beginning of the relationship, he would put laundry away and I would go back and do it again because it wasn't folded. Now, in all fairness, you know, he did everything in his first marriage. So doing the laundry and putting it away was not a burden to me on my part because when I open the drawer and I can see things folded and where they're supposed to be, it, it's just a little check mark in the things that are right in my world that day. And he understands that I have my way of doing it. And I understand that he has his ways of doing things. But that has never stopped us from asking each other why we do things that way. And when it gets to the point where you are not looking at it as a criticism and you're open to listening to why they've chosen to do things the way they do and truly understand that that's the best way for them, that we start to really connect because First of all, men and women don't think the same. They have never thought the same because we're wired differently. But that doesn't mean that we're not open to meaningful relationships that nurture us right from the core. When we have a deep understanding of how each other functions, and we're not afraid to question why. We're not afraid to push them that little bit, bit so they get uncomfortable and challenge them. That is when you've got a solid relationship, a relationship that you can build on. So how do you go about finding that Mr. or Mrs. Wright, you figure out yourself first. And I understand how challenging it was when you were a single parent to try and figure out uh, who you are and what you want because every day was about survival every day was putting everybody else first but now you've got the time to put yourself first and to be the example to your children now that they have left how to live a happy healthy life and i'm not saying you have to date People can be very happy on their own. It is a lifestyle choice. And if your lifestyle choice makes you happy and makes you feel content and empowered in who you are, 
that is what makes you who you are. That is what's going to draw people to you. And you don't have to date. You can have plenty of friends of the opposite sex that you're comfortable with, that you respect, and that respect you. Because once you've figured out your boundaries and where you're going to go and what you're going to do, there's no stopping what you can do on your own. But there's those that want to get into a relationship now. And the same applies to you, is setting the boundaries and setting what you will and won't accept and truly figuring out who you are and who is going to help you along your path so that it can be mutually beneficial and it can be so satisfying at the end of the day to just look at that person and know they are the person that is bringing out the best in you every day. I know I look at my husband after 10 years and I am still grateful every day for everything he's brought into my life. And I know he is too because he tells me all the time. The communication is there. The gratitude is there. The respect is there. And neither of us was ready to accept something that was subpar on our scale. But there are so many people that just don't want to be lonely anymore. And I hate to say it, but you will be lonely until you figure out who you are and what you want. And it's not easy. It's challenging. And some days it's just, it feels so heavy on your shoulders. But when we get that light bulb moment, when everything just falls into place, life is so much easier. It's so much brighter. And you wake up every day just knowing you're where you need to be right now. It is so empowering to be able to go forward in the day knowing you are the best version you can be today. And you'll never be the same today as you are right now. Because when we live our lives to the fullest, we grow every day. We learn things from people and whether we internalize it or not, it is a lesson. It is a lesson on listening and compassion 
and raising people up to be the best they can be. And it is so much more than just going through your life day after day after day just to survive it. So for all of you that are on your dating quests right now, I would love to hear about your trials and your tribulations and anything that's really reoccurring. Because when we find something that keeps coming up, that's our chance to get curious and to find out why. Is it the signals we're sending out that we keep getting these people that just are not clicking? So until next week, I challenge you to really look at what it is you want when you're looking at a partner and write it down because writing down is really empowering. And until next week, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this step works out for you. So you have a great day and a great week. And I look forward to interacting with you next week. Until then, may the sun shine on your shoulders and the love be in your heart.